Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. I'm Michelle Smallman alongside Ian Fitzsimmons. And Ian, last segment we were talking about the daddy-daughter road trip that you and your daughter are on. <laughs> and I know our next guest has a pretty special daddy-daughter tradition as well. Hey, it's Ryan McGee, senior writer, ESPN, ESPN.com. Follow him on Twitter at ESPN McGee. And he's a, a good dad, a uh, great American. And, man, Ryan, when we were texting earlier, we've known you for a long time. I had no idea. We had no idea that you've been going to this Comic-Con uh, festival in Charlotte with your daughter since, what, like diapers? I mean, that, that, that is awesome, man. Kudos, Coach. Yeah, we, we have a deal in Charlotte called the Heroes Convention, and it's it's the largest independent comic book convention on the East Coast. And <laughs> and we're just lucky. It's been in Charlotte forever. We have an amazing comic book store called Heroes Aren't Hard to Find, and I've been taking her there since she was tiny because it's one of these places that it don't just sell comic books. they got, like, statues of Spider-Man and, you know, all this stuff to look at when you're a little kid. And so, yeah, we started going to this thing. The first year I took her, she was dressed up like Batgirl. And I was like, all right, I'm Batman. And so we did that. And ever since then, we do something every year. And uh, and this is the first year we've been able to go. They, they, they had to cancel for COVID for two years. And then last summer, she was gone at this big camp. Um, and so this is the first time we've been back. And like, but, we, but, yeah, first time I took her, I literally held her hand, and she was toddling. So – yeah, and it's always Father's Day weekend, so that's our that's our tradition. He's our ESPN senior writer, Ryan McGee, joining that's us right awesome. now on Canteen Carlin. And, Ryan, I'm looking at your Twitter feed, at ESPN McGee, and you have a great shirt on at this convention that says, I am your father, and you're posing next to Darth Vader, which I'm sure was the highlight. But give us a, a great person that you met or a great story from this convention. So... I had it, I, so I dressed up as kind of I kind of did this Anakin Skywalker thing. I had the scar down the down the right side of my face around my eye, and I had the Jedi robe, but I also had like black jeans and like Nikes on, and I had a lightsaber and the whole deal. My yeah, my T-shirt said "I am your father," but it was written in the Godfather font, like from the Godfather movie poster, and so it looked like the Godfather from a distance. Yeah, and then it was actually, but it was a Vader. So I'm a Vader guy, but yeah, but but meeting Darth Vader was amazing. But also, there was a guy walking around, and he was dressed as Jesus, but he was carrying a lightsaber. And so he was like, Jesus Christ, Jedi Knight. And I'm like, this guy wins. And, and, uh, and there, also, there also was a guy walking around as Colonel Sanders. I'm like, so, so yesterday I got, my, I got my picture taken with Darth Vader, uh, Jesus the Jedi, and, and Colonel Sanders. That's, that's a great day. That's a phenomenal day. Jesus the Jedi. You can't make <laughs> yeah. Only Ryan McGee can bring that to us here on ESPN Radio. We'll touch on College World Series. We might get to sports, might not. We'll, we'll see here. But when it comes, like, I'm on a, I'm on a daddy-daughter road trip right now, Rhino. Uh, you know, my family and I do this every year, but this is extended because my oldest daughter, Rowan, is going to all these, you know, soccer ID camps, you know, different schools where you get invited to go play uh, and, and, you know, and just – 
participate and get in front of a lot of coach, college coaches out there. So I've been on the road here for two weeks, Coach, and it's wearing on me. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, it, it's we're, we're hitting a point here where like, yeah. I want my own bed. I want my pillow, right? I mean, it, yeah. it's things like that. But the food on the road is also something that's interesting. Like my, my, my daughter, Rona, and I have milk duds and combos. That's our go-to snacks. I mean, you know, just healthy as can be, right? Milk duds and combos when you're going to all these college ID camps. Perfect for a future athlete. Do you have a snack that you, whenever you travel with a family, as so many families are traveling right now in the summertime, that you, as your go-to every time, bam, first gas fill up, you're getting this? I'm sitting in my truck right now, and I'm not lying when I tell you there's a giant. I'm looking at here's a one pound bag of Planters Honey Roasted Peanuts. Ooh. So, <laughs> I will, no, dude, it's 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 uh when I'm because I this I'm on I'm in my truck a lot. Um, say my daughter just graduated uh, uh, high school, and same thing. We're in the truck driving to places, whatever else, and I'm just throwing down Honey Roasted Peanuts hard as I can go. I'm a peanut. I'm a peanut guy, but yeah, it, it's um, yeah. Honestly, I'll eat about any of it. Combos fascinate me because when we were coming along, and we're old, right? You and me, uh, uh, Fitz. We're, we're, when when we were coming along, con- combos were just like combos, right? It was just a pretzel with some cheese in it. Yep. Now, yep. like I had a bag of combos at one of these graduation parties the other day, and they were it said they were cheeseburger flavored. And I'm like, there's no way in hell this is going to taste like a cheeseburger. It tastes just like a cheeseburger. And I don't understand how that works. Like, like Clark Griswold is in a food lab somewhere coming up with some powder that tastes like cheeseburgers, and they just sprinkle it on the combos. It, Hold it, on it, a minute. It, Let I'm, me get I'm, a timeout. I'm fascinated. Yeah, I'm fascinated, but I'm also a little terrified. And literally, I ate three, and, like, my doctor called. I was like, what are you eating right now? Like, you know, because I know it's not good for me. My left leg went numb hearing that. But second of all, also, how have I never seen the cheeseburger combo? I right, go so with the pretzel and the cheddar yeah. cheese one. The cheddar cheese one is my, my, oh, that's my, no. that's my first round pick. You got to go pepperoni, oh, yeah. guys. Yeah. Pepperoni? Yeah, no, no, pe- right, pepperoni. Yeah, no, no, pepperoni. Pizza so that, that existed. That, yeah, that's, that's a good but, but like, you know, those, like, I used to like bugles, right? Just those corn chip Wolf things. breath. Awful. No. Right. But no, but now they same thing. They make they make. I, I don't. It's weird to me when you eat something and it, and they make it taste like something. Like like Oreos are amazing, but when they make an Oreo that tastes like a birthday cake, I'm like, just get a damn Give birthday, birthday cake. cake. I understand, right? Right. Yeah. But it, but yeah. So so those so the food that doesn't taste like the food that it actually is, both fascinates me and also, um, you know, terrifies me a little bit. But I mean, you know, some scientists are working really hard on it, so I don't want to. I don't want to diss them. He's our ESPN senior writer, Ryan McGee, and he loves honey roasted peanuts on a road trip. We want to hear from you. What's your road trip snack of choice? You can get in on the conversation. Give us a call, 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. And guys, may I bring something to the table in this road trip snack discussion? Yeah. Have you guys ever had ranch corn nuts? Because those are the goat, as far as I'm concerned, if you're going on a road trip. Writing it down. No, that will be tested tomorrow. Yeah, I was gonna say we're just we're just uh, all I know is, is that uh, Ian's gonna be pulling into the to the quick trip and buying all this stuff. They're gonna be like, this guy's got a problem. He just bought nine different bits. But no, I'm a I'm a corn nuts guy. Love them. Like, lo- and I, I like sunflower seeds. I like corn nuts. But like, I need to try. I've never had the ranch ones. So I, now I haven't had ranch sunflower seeds, and they're amazing. Um, so I would assume as much as I, I, I basically anything with corn in it, 
I'm all about. And so, uh, yeah, a ranch flavor corn nuts. I'm, I'll, I'll be, I will be, I'm going to Omaha tomorrow, uh, and I will, uh, I will definitely be, um, I'll be stopping at the Seven Eleven on the way to the ballpark and buying that and sticking it in my backpack. There is a because you said you love everything with corn. There's a scene from Austin Powers that comes to mind, which I can't repeat right now. But you know what I'm talking about. If you ever seen it, right? Austin Powers too. Michelle, obviously you have. You're laughing. Here we go. <laughs> yes. uh, so now I have pictured Ryan McGee as that particular character, and there we have it. Uh, so if we've kind of gone off the rails here on ESPN Radio, as we do every time we have our good friend Ryan McGee here with us, with Michelle Smallman on the infant Simmons. You mentioned College World Series. I hate to actually talk sports right now because this is actually fascinating i'll get to your favorite rest rest stops and bathrooms that you've had uh because we've all had the best and worst on road trips ever and you can't get them out of your head but what is your favorite thing about going back to omaha every single year i haven't been back since the late 90s when roberto vaz was playing for alabama the oakland a that's how long ago it's been wow Go, oh, what is it's, the best thing about omaha for you it's just it's it's kind of like it's like family reunion you know it's just it's um my favorite sporting events, I say this all the time, that my favorite sporting events are the ones that are so intertwined with the identity of a city that you can't imagine the city without the event and you can't imagine the event without the city, right? And the NFL's 500, uh, the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, the Masters in Augusta, Daytona, exactly. And, you know, the, the, the Women's College World Series in Oklahoma City. Can't imagine anywhere else. And, and, and Omaha has hosted the College World Series, what, since 1947, 1950, and you can't, you just, you can't, you can't imagine one without the other. And so that's what I love is, you know, to my Father's Day, the first few I went to were with my dad um, in the late 90s, early 2000s, just sitting in the stands at, at Rosenblatt Stadium. And I had always loved the event, watching it on television. I grew up in a, in a college sports house. I grew up in Raleigh, which is, you know, a college sports area. And so watching the College World Series and watching Pete Incavilla and Roger Clemens and Robin Ventura and these guys, I'm like, man, what would it be like to be there? And now I get to go every year, and I can't believe it. So my favorite part is just, honestly, I love getting off that airplane and getting in the car and just riding into town. And it just feels like, you know, on my calendar, you know, it's Christmas, New Year's, Daytona, uh, you know, Valentine's Day, uh, Indianapolis. And College World Series, that's my calendar. And, and it's just to get to go to that every year, it's just, um, it is. It's like, going, it's like going home. He's our ESPN senior writer, Ryan McGee, joining us on Canty and Carlin, Ian Fitzsimmons and Michelle Smallman here on ESPN Radio. And, and Ryan, we're going to ask you about what's going on on the field at the College World Series. But you, you mentioned how much you love it. There's so many fun stories that come out of the College World Series. One of the things that I love and I saw you tweet about is this jello shot challenge at Rocco's. Can you explain this to us? Because this seems like one of the best side stories happening at the College World Series. So there's a place. Yeah, I still call it the new ballpark, but they, they've been in this ballpark a dozen years. And there's a place right across the street. You know, there's actually all these awesome bars and all this that have, that have grown over the years right around the ballpark. It used to just sit in the park a lot by itself, and now there's amazing places. And Rocco's is literally right across the street um, you know, from the main right field gate at the ballpark. And it's got great pizza place and all that. And they started selling jello shots. They're like five bucks each, and half of the proceeds go toward – food banks in the hometown of, you know, one of the eight schools in the College World Series. And so the challenge was, you know, what school will purchase the most jello shots while they're here? And, you know, they came up with this great idea, not really thinking about the fact that Ole Miss 
was going to be there and make a run to a national championship last year because, as, <laughs> as both of y'all know, um, you know, every, every, when everyone's born in Oxford, they get a birth certificate and they get a coupon to go to rehab. You know, it's, <laughs> and so these Ole Miss people just showed up and, and they, you know, they want eighteen thousand dollars shots. So the LSU people and L- this is you know this, this is LSU's town. This is LSU's event. Even when they're not in the College World Series, thousands of LSU fans show up. So yep. now they've made it their personal challenge. But I'll tell you this, growing up in the Carolinas, Wake Forest, most of my life was was funded and operated by the North Carolina Baptist Association. And eventually Wake Forest cut ties with the Baptists and all that. But but I, I, all I can think about is I look at that tote board right now, and, and they post it on Twitter. And, and those Wake Forest fans have bought like – Seven, eight thousand shots or whatever. When I was a kid, <laughs> if, if those way Forest people bought eight thousand shots, they'd get home and there'd be there'd be an army of preachers waiting at the door, uh, going to lock them up and save their souls. So it's it's uh, things have changed a little bit once, since I was a kid. <laughs> they all we need is BYU to make to, make it to Omaha and see what they do in the Jello Shot Challenge, right? Yeah. Well, what I want, so <laughs> now Oral we know. Roberts, you know, or, 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 Oral, Roberts. Okay, Oral Roberts is like the Cinderella story of the College World Series, and Oral Roberts fans have bought. You know, they, they, I think they're ranked next to last, but they still they bought like a couple thousand Jello shots, and and uh, all I know is uh, they might get their diplomas taken away. <laughs> Ryan McGee on his way to the College World Series, uh, just tell, telling stories and living life in the summer. As we turn you loose, we all—if you've ever gone on a road trip multiple times—you always remember the best and worst gas stations, especially the bathrooms. If I ask you right now, your best restroom gas station stop in America and the worst, what do you got? So I'm a, I'm a QT guy. I'm a quick trip guy. And, and that's a chain we have in the south, not the deep, deep south. I'm not a Bucky's guy. Bucky's scares me. Bucky's is too big. Like, I go into I Bucky's. Love I Bucky's. need to go to the bathroom. But Bucky's, but I don't have time, man. I got to go to the bathroom, get gas, grab a coffee and some honey roasted peanuts and get out of there. Bucky, I don't, I don't need to go to the mall. So I appreciate Bucky's. But I just don't have I don't have two hours, you know, to use bathroom. And so, so I'm I'm a quick trip guy. Um, I think they do a great job. I've converted Marty. Marty has always been a coffee snob, and now I got him drinking like quick trip French vanilla fat free cappuccinos. He goes, man, there's chemicals in those things. I'm like, yeah, I go, those chemicals are going to keep you awake. Just drink it. And so, so that's <laughs> I'm all for that. But no, the worst ever was my dad and my brother and I were making a baseball road trip. And I was probably I was probably in high school. And I remember we stopped at a it, – it, it was one of these kind of uh, – it was a, a Stuckey's slash gas station. So for you kids out there, this was like a roadside diner and gas station. And we went in there. I remember the three of us went into the bathroom, and, uh, you know, we're all doing whatever we're doing. And then all of a sudden the stall door opened, and all I know is we were all thinking the same thing. Like, whoever's in this stall needs to go to the doctor because he was having a bad night. <laughs> and that doctor. guy – that guy – that guy walked right out of the stall, and he had on his apron and all. Like he obviously was the cook, Ooh. and he walked. He walked oh, no. straight past the sink and everything. Walked right out the door, no. and uh, did not wash his hands. And so my dad looked at me. and He goes, "Boys, we're going to McDonald's." And so we walked out of the Stuckies and, <laughs> and left. Oh, I think we all collectively just cringed there, Ryan. And, and this is a tough transition before we let you go, but I can't let you off the line without asking who you think is going to be the last team standing in the College World Series. We have Tennessee and Stanford right now tied at four apiece, bottom of the sixth, LSU and Wake Forest later tonight. But who do you like in the College World Series? 
Well, I think that LSU Wake Forest series, this side of the bracket, like the, the one we're seeing today, is brutal. I mean, Stanford is defending the honor of the entire West Coast. Uh, Tennessee has been hot, and then you've got Wake Forest, uh, who has been number one in the nation the last you know six weeks, and LSU was the other team that was number one in the nation most of the year. So I think this Wake Forest LSU series might be to determine the national championship. Now Florida looks really good, and they're two and zero. And they won a couple tough games. I'm at Oral Roberts. They held them off last night. And so uh, um, we're probably looking at a Florida versus LSU or Wake Forest. But, I, I, you know, Wake is so good, man. The problem is the weirdest stat in sports, the number one national seed has not won the College World Series since 1999. And uh, so until someone finally does it, um, it's hard for me to pick Wake. So LSU, go Tigers with an X. Hey, Rhino, as we turn you loose, my daughter noticed this. I didn't even notice it. We're going to get coffee on University Boulevard in Tuscaloosa, Caddy Corner to Bryant-Denny Stadium yesterday morning. And she said, Dad, what is wrong with that Whataburger sign? I didn't even know there was a Whataburger in Tuscaloosa. Whataburger is a Texas Maybe. staple for people who don't know. And the, or- the, the, the W in Whataburger is Tennessee Orange. I looked up and I said, Rowan, you have a hell of an eye. You know what the color is of the Whataburger across from Bryant, Danny Caddy Corner to it in Tuscaloosa is? It's gray, not Tennessee orange. The pettiness of college football. Don't you love it? It's the greatest. It's the greatest. It's why uh, I'm a very – I work really hard to be an impartial member of the media. But it's why um, as soon as my editors told me I was done after that Tennessee-Alabama game in Knoxville last October, I smoked about nine cigars with Captain Morgan because uh, it's uh, – I tell you this, my daughter is going to college in the fall, and there were a couple of no-fly schools on the list. Like, I ain't even – if you, you want to go to school there, you're paying for it yourself. And uh, uh, Alabama may or may not have been on that list. <laughs> I get it. And you respect that Whataburger right right there, not not having that Tennessee orange across from yeah. Ryan Denny. Rhino, safe travels, great stuff. We kept you too long. We always appreciate the visits, man. It was awesome. All right, I'm off to get ranch corn nuts. See y'all. Enjoy them. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. He's our ESPN senior writer, Ryan McGee. Be sure to follow him on Twitter, at ESPN McGee. And, I, Ian, I just can't shake that visual that he gave us about the, the gas station bathroom situation. That was rough. I can't. Look, I, I've, I've been in a million of them. There's one in West Virginia. I can't remember. It wasn't even a town. It was one of those where you had to pull off the – like you're up on a, on, a, on a hill and you went down into a gully and it was this like Exxon station and I walked into the restroom. And if I didn't have to – if we weren't at DEFCON 1 – I would have turned around, but I left my T-shirt in there because I swear that the the smell just stuck. It, it stuck to it. Yeah, it, it was rough. We all have the best and worst, and that that's we're going worst right now. Obviously, that was that was rough. Well, we are going to talk more about gas station snacks. We know that there are people on the line. We see you. We're going to get to your calls. Eight 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 say ESPN. That's eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. The question is, what is your road trip snack of choice? We're going to do that next. Coming up. Plus, is Bradley Beal a good? Fit in Phoenix. Ian Fitzsimmons and Michelle Smallman. You're listening to Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle 
and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Adrian Warzanowski reports that Bradley Beal will be traded to the Phoenix Suns. A player who's going to be making $50, $53, 57000000 million in the last three years of his deal. That combined led them to Phoenix. Alongside Ian Fitzsimmons, I'm Michelle Smallman. You're listening to Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. And Ian, some news yesterday. The Washington Wizards finalizing a trade to send three-time All-Star guard Bradley Beal to the Phoenix Suns. Let's talk a little bit more about this pending deal with Quinton Richardson. He's a former NBA player and, of course, of course the co-host of the Knuckleheads podcast with Darius Miles. You can also follow him on Twitter at... At Q Rich. Quentin, thanks so much for the time. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Well, first question, when you heard that Bradley Beal was headed to the Phoenix Suns, what was your reaction to the deal, and how do you think he'll fit in with the Suns? Um, obviously, man, it's a, this creates a new big three. I mean, they, they obviously have a chance to now try and, you know, shape out that roster and try and go compete for a championship. But, I mean, I, you know, I think it's going to be very exciting. I think they're going to be uh, one of the top teams out west. Q, I, I, we, we've talked about this before. I mean, I, I'm a big draft and develop guy. Look at the last three, you know, teams to win the Lario. Denver, drafted and developed. They're, they're marquee players. Golden State, same thing. Bucks, same thing. When it comes to dream, these, quote, you know, dream teams or whatever, super teams, what is your philosophy on draft and develop versus go acquire uh, a marquee player and try and build chemistry? Uh, my opinion, I think, is it's situational. You do what you you do what you have to do and what's available to you. I think, you know, if you're a team that's, you know, able to go out there and acquire these type of players and get them together, you obviously do it. But if you're a team that, you know, you have to go a different route, you, you find your best way to go about it. But I, I absolutely think it's situational. I think if every team in the league, all the rest of the 29 teams had a chance to – have three guys together like that, I think they would. 
He's Quentin Richardson, former NBA player and co-host of the Knuckleheads podcast with Darius Miles here on Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio. And Quentin, this is a big move for Phoenix. They're obviously trying to assemble a team that can win an NBA championship. But when you look at the current champion, Denver Nuggets, do you think any team as currently constructed can take down Denver? Uh, no, right now, I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, things happen. It's possible, but uh, right now they're my favorite. As everything it stands right now, I know you know these next two days and leading up into the draft and free agency is going to be a lot of uh, a lot changing with you know with the, with the scope of the whole the landscape. But um, right now, as everything sits, I still have Denver as a favorite. What is it about Jokic for a guy who has zero lift? Right, looks like he's exhausted walking into the arena. Forget opening tip. I mean, he looks like he's gassed, but he's in spectacular shape. That. He is one of the, if not right now, arguably the best player in the world. When you watch him play, what stands out to you outside of the god of the dad bod? <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, his, his versatility, man. Like you just saw he just was the first player in the history of the game to, to, lead, to lead the playoffs in points, rebounds, and assists. That's like never been done by Will, MJ, Kareem, nobody. So when you got somebody who's a talent like that and, and and this table, those type of things, and I think you see, you know, he had just been the last couple of years lacking that sufficient supporting cast. And when everybody got healthy and everybody showed up, and, you know, you it's arguable, but, I mean, when you're the world champion and, and you're the MVP of the, of the finals and, and you just set a standard that he set, I think it's, it, it, it's not too arguable for me to say he's the best player in the world right now. Quentin, there's a lot of talk out there about Zion Williamson and what his future looks like in New Orleans. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with he and the Pelicans, but do you think he's a player that could use a change of scenery? Um, you never know, man. You never know until those type of things happen. Sometimes, um, you know that that happens. I think. I think for me, the biggest thing that that that, that Zion can benefit from is is to. Whatever he does in the off season, when everybody gets excited and he shows up the training camp, they say he's in great shape. And, like he needs to find a solution to be able to sustain that because I feel like he shows up and he 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 looks he looks in good shape, but it's not as great shape as they make it make it out to be. And then you know as the season goes on, that even that level of conditioning kind of diminishes as the season goes on. So I think he needs to find something and he needs to make that decision because I mean. Everybody's like, I need to do this. I need like everybody can put whatever they want around him and do anything, but until he himself decides that this is what's going to happen and this is how I'm going to go about it, none of those things will change. Draymond Green opted out, leaving 28 million on the table. I think he's going to get more than that. When you saw that news of him declining his player option, what was the first thing that came to your mind, Q? I just thought it was a formality, you know, a great business move for him. I think I, I think he'll be back in, in with the Warriors from everything that's been said and put out there. But I think absolutely it was the, the, the right move for him to make to become a uh, you know unrestricted free agent, so they could just negotiate a better deal for him for a longer time. He's Quentin Richardson, former NBA player and the co-host of the Knucklehead Podcast with Darius Miles. Follow him on social media at Q Rich. And Quentin, I wanted to ask you about John Moran. He was suspended 25 games by the NBA after displaying a firearm for the second time, this time in a social media video on an Instagram Live. What did you think of the suspension? Was it appropriate or was it a little too much? Now, I, I I don't know, you know, but I don't really have an opinion about whether it's appropriate and all that. But I do know that it was it was absolutely significant, and it was uh, that when you look into the numbers and everything that goes into it, this is one of the biggest fines I think in league history. So I think um, 
well, not fines, but costly fines or suspensions and things like that. So I think uh, I just hope that he really learns from this man because he's a he's he's a, he's a one in a lifetime type talent, and I, I hope he learns from this and he grows from it. And, and you know the things that he said in his letter and his little statement, I hope he stands true to him and that he you know the the best way he can come back and, and improve himself is just by doing. It's not about talking or saying anything; just just do the action. So I wish him well. Q, you've been a mentor for some young players coming into the league. If you could, if John Morant called you and said, "Give me some advice," what would you tell him? Man, I would just tell him to, 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 to always to remember to keep the main thing the main thing, and 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 none of the things he's gotten in trouble for it has anything to do with the main thing. Man, you're a basketball player. You are a, a one hell of a basketball player at that. And you need to keep that as the main focus. I mean, obviously, you got to take care of family and things like that. But, like, your main number one job is basketball, bro. Like, keep that at the forefront. Everything else is secondary. All of the hanging out and all of the doing different things and social media, you see where that's gotten you. Just keep the hoop the, the, the main thing and stay out the way. Great advice, Q, and hopefully he listens to you and those around him. He's Quentin Richardson, former NBA player. Be sure to listen to him on the Knuckleheads podcast with Darius Miles and, of course, follow him on social media at Q Rich. Thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it. Anytime, God. Thank you. And, Ian, uh, I- I'm sure a lot of people are giving John Morant the same advice that Q just said. Uh, he- he's got – let me put it to you bluntly. You <laughs> need people do. around you that will tell you no. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have that right now. It, 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 that's what it, it feels like from from afar. His buddy Devontae Pack has been banned for a year from Memphis Grizzlies home games for damn near getting into a fight with the Indiana the Indiana Pacers traveling squad, where all of a sudden a laser pointer, who knows what it was, right, was pointed at one of those members of the Pacers traveling party. From an SUV that Jean Morant was in. You've got to separate from guys like that. And you don't need a bunch of yes people around you. You need every now you've got to have somebody in your inner circle that will tell you this is a bad idea. This is not something you need to do. And that's that's the number one thing that I would tell Jean. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Michelle Smallman. You're listening to Canteen and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. And coming up next, a World Series hero says he's not worthy. We're going to explain next. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Michelle Smallman. You're listening to Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. You can always get in touch with us, 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. And Ian, as a girl who is very proudly from St. Louis, Missouri, there is a St. Louis Cardinal story that's in the news, and I really wanted to get your take on it. You were somebody that I believe covered the 2011 World Series. I was on the St. Louis Cardinals side of things covering the Cardinals. You were on the Texas Rangers side of things, correct? Game six, those are two (laughs) words that you still do not utter. You don't even think them in the Metroplex of the Dallas-Fort Worth area because it is still 12 years later, too soon to talk about game six, and David bleeping freeze. That's how he is known. Like Aaron Bleeping Boone for Red Sox fans, it is David Bleeping Freeze for Texas Rangers fans. And conversely, Game 6, two of the, sweet, two of the sweetest words in St. Louis history. Because as we all know, David Freeze, the hometown kid, was the hero in Game 6 of the 2011 World Series. The Cardinals down to their last strike twice. David Freeze, uh, ultimately with the walk-off home run to push it to Game 7. The Cardinals win the World Series. He was the NLCS MVP, Ian, and, of course, the World Series MVP had an a postseason for the ages. And the St. Louis Cardinals is a very storied franchise, and they have the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame. And the fans actually get the ballot, and they get to vote in the members of the of the Cardinals Hall of Fame. You have guys like Albert Pujols who are in it. You have guy, or excuse me, you have like Bob Gibson. There's all sorts of of St. Louis Dan Cardinals legends. Usual man, I mean, yeah, yeah. Ozzie I mean, Smith. It's royalty. It's baseball royalty. It's baseball royalty, and it's a very big honor to wear the red jacket. So David Freeze gets on the ballot and he gets elected to the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame, but he is declining induction into the team's Hall of Fame. He said this in a statement. He said, this is something that I've given an extreme amount of thought to humbly, even before the voting process began. I am aware of the impact I had in helping the team bring great memories to the city I grew up in, including the 11th championship, but this honor means more to me. I look at who I was during my tenure, and that weighs heavily on me. The Cardinals in the entire city have always had my back in every way. I'm forever grateful to be part of such an amazing organization and fan base then, now, and in the future. And I'm especially sorry to the fans that took the time to cast their votes. So David Freeze declining induction into the Cardinals Hall of Fame because he doesn't feel like his career in totality is worthy of the honor. What's your take on this? I respect the ever-loving hell out of him because this could not have been easy. This is something that when you're going into – and, and decline, but if, you, if, you, if he accepts going into a Hall of Fame like the St. Louis Cardinals, that's like the Dallas Cowboys ring of honor. It, it is not easy to get into. Not, and, and 
Those are the, the, the best of the best. And the moment I saw this story, Michelle, I damn near stood up and applauded David Freed <laughs> because he doesn't believe he's worthy of being in there with Stan the Man Musial and Bob Gibson and Albert Pujols, that he had a remarkable run in a postseason that helped lift his team to another title. But when it comes to those icons that wear that red jacket, that are in that hall, like the Dallas Cowboys Ring of Honor, that is the elite of the elite. I mean, you do not – it took Drew Pearson how long to get into the Dallas Cowboys Ring of Honor. He is he's an all 70s team. He's a member of the all the, uh, the all decade team. Drew Pearson's first team. And couldn't get into the damn Cowboys Ring of Honor, which kept him from getting into wow. Canton all these years because the Hall of Fame voters viewed that if you can't even get into your own team's Ring of Honor, why would you be here? That's how hard it is. That's what David Freeze understands about the legends that came before him. And so, Michelle, when I saw that, I'm going, man, this cannot be easy because you can take your grandchildren, if you're lucky enough to have them, to go and see granddad in the in the Cardinals Hall of Fame. And he declined that remarkable opportunity because in, he doesn't deem himself to be worthy of, of that particular group and being included into that exclusive club. I, I I swear to God, when I saw it, I damn near stood up and went, David Freeze, man, you get it, Bubba. You are a baseball man, and you mm-hmm. truly under – and I can't imagine how hard that was for him to decline it. And as he said, I'll wear it. Yeah. I get it. Fans might be mad at me. But it's 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 about the history of the game, and he didn't believe he was worthy. There's a couple guys, Ian, that I covered that you know are slam dunks. Albert and Yachty, who hung it up last year, slam dunks. Chris Carpenter, you knew, slam dunk. Matt Holiday, slam dunk. I put David Freeze in that category because, to me, the Hall of Fame, whether it's for a sport or for a team, it's telling the story of the organization. And you do not win the World Series, and you cannot tell the story of the St. Louis Cardinals without David Freeze. So as somebody that wants him to be in it, I respect his decision because he holds the organization in such reverence that he is a humble king. He's a self-aware king. And I just, I, I'm with you. I respect the call even as much as I would love to see him in it. I, I agree with you. And you being a Cardinal girl, I, I understand why you also want to see him in because it was historic. Coming up, if you're a Georgia Bulldogs fan, you're smiling today. We're going to tell you why. Next, that's Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio on the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.